What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, uh, we got jack shit and pops and Blu-rays and news and... Yeah. <laughs> L- literally, we're just going straight to the main event, which will be our breakdown of Star Wars, The Rise of Sky... I can't do Palpatine. The Rise of Sky... <laughs> I tried. A for I, effort, though. <laughs> thank you. I was going to try to do the whole intro as Palpatine, but yeah, no, it ain't working. <laughs> so, we're doing our breakdown of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, that's the episode right there. Pretty much. Well, we're going to talk about the box office. Oh, I know, but... Other than that, we don't got shit. So, yeah, it's literally just Star Wars based. Yeah, this is an all Star Wars episode. Yes. So, settle in, folks, for a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so jumping way ahead to the box office. Our what's in the box uh, segment. Yes, you thank you. Go by the name, dude. Like, I'm so- just, come on. I'm sorry. I came up with a killer name, and you're not even using. You it. You know what? A couple weeks ago, you didn't even use it. I don't know what you're talking about. I do know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I think it was uh, for the episode "A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood." You didn't even use it. Did we even talk about it? I th- oh uh, maybe we didn't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I caught you in your lies, asshole. I hate you. All right, so with box office, Star Wars Episode Nine, unsurprisingly, came in at number one, but it did underperform a little bit. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> so what were they estimating? So they were estimating about two hundred million. Okay. And that was going to make it be like, okay, you know, like Disney's still good with Star Wars, but it only grossed about one hundred seventy-seven million. I said that, that's close enough. That's still good. I mean, that, that that's no opening to be ashamed of, but it's still lower than The Last Jedi. Hmm. So, I blame Ryan Johnson. It's all Ryan Johnson's fault. <laughs> it definitely is. Everything about this movie is his fault. It really is. Um, but we'll get to that later. Um, so, hopefully, uh, I can have a better... Hopefully it can have a good second week in hold. That's what I'm hoping for. But it did have the second best Christmas Day um, box office. So just a little bit behind uh, The Force Awakens. So Not bad. Yeah. And number two, we got Jumanji, the next level. Not surprising at all. Brought in another $26 million. And number three, we got Frozen 2, which brought in almost $13 million. And <laughs> And at number four, we got Cats. Which only brought in about six million. Damn! <laughs> not even in the double digits. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, dude. That sucks. Yeah, and then finishing off the top five, we got Knives Out, which grossed a little over six million. Okay, what is knife? What week is Knives Out on? That is at. Um, let me see. Un momento. Uh, it's in its fourth week. Okay. And then same with Frozen? Uh, Frozen is in its fifth week. 
Ooh. Not yeah. bad Frozen. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... I mean, it's... Let me see what other movies are on the top. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I was expecting A Beautiful Day to... Kind of stay where it was at. It's done all right at the box office. I'm sure they wanted it to do better, but... Wait, it's on LW. Does that mean what week it's on? No, that no. The LW means what its position was last week. The what it um how many weeks it's been in the box office is kind of like towards the end. Okay, yeah. so a beautiful day. Oh, it's on week five. So so it's not, not bad. bad. Jinx, you owe me a coke. <laughs> How old are you? I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm going to be 24 next week and <sighs> not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. I'm surprised Cats is even in the top 5. I know. I was telling Caleb this, I couldn't find the audio for it, but uh James Corden was interviewed for something and he actually said he hasn't even seen Cats yet. He said he'll eventually watch it but he heard it sucked so that's just really funny that he flat out says yeah i heard it sucked won't even watch his own movie what do you expect from a broadway musical that hasn't been shown for the past like however long i think i'm pretty sure i heard someone say it's been off of broadway for the past like 20 years damn i didn't know it's been that long yeah i mean let me double check that but well for how shitty this movie is doing maybe they should revive it okay maybe they shouldn't i don't know do you think more people would go to see it on broadway or in a theater with this i don't know i don't know if there's a desire for people to see see that stuff in theater or broadway true i don't know if like, I think that's just kind of what happens to Broadway musicals. They just kind of, they don't make any money when they're on Broadway anymore. And so they just kind of like go to, they're like, all right, make a movie out of it. I mean, some have been successful, like Hairspray. Uh, I think Mamma Mia was successful. I mean, I got a sequel. Yeah. That's all I got. It's I'm trying to two. think of other ones that, like, I think they're still cashing in a lot on... Like Wicked, I don't think Wicked's like the one Broadway show I don't. I think is never gonna die, uh, or at least that's what it feels like. I think that will eventually. Um, like they have the the Book of Mormon one. I think that one's eventually gonna die. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a movie of that. Oh goodness, <laughs> dude! So did I tell you? Uh, Warner Brothers, or sorry, not Warner Brothers, Universal. I think it was Sunday. They released a new version of Cats with better uh, CGI. What do you mean with better CGI? <laughs> I don't know. But they released a statement saying, yeah, starting Sunday, you'll get a better version of it with better CGI. So I wish that we would have caught... Wait, it. this Sunday? No, this or past... last Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. Damn! I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we missed like the OG version of Cats. Shit. I know. Just... That blows. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, let's face it. I doubt it's any better. No, I doubt it is either, but I want to see what they were like. Oh, yeah, it's better. Like, from what? <laughs> I'm still going to have nightmares on this shit. 
Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. So yeah, get excited for that review next week. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm not excited to watch that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm going to be singing along. Do you know the songs? I only know one. Just James Corden's song, Bustopher Jones. Yes, that's his song. cat's name. Bustopher Jones. Bustopher? Yep, Bustopher Jones. What the hell kind of name is this? <laughs> you should Bustopher. listen to the song. It's really funny. <laughs> um... All right, so moving on from the box office, uh, we have a couple responses to our question of the week, which was, wasn't it, what was your favorite new trilogy character? Yeah, so I said, who has been your favorite new addition from... Wait, we didn't do a break, did we? Oh, shit, we didn't. Gosh damn it, Rose. (laughs) I'm sorry. Time for the main event. Let's play game. Alright, now we can go. Gosh, you're gonna like lose it, dude. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> okay. okay, so jumping back into our messages from the bros. So I posted the question of the week, which was who has been your favorite new addition from this recent trilogy and why? And I said you can include drone droids. Gosh damn it. Because you never underestimate a droid. <laughs> Live on, um, Liam. I'm just going to say, we're just going to start the spoiler alert now. Yes. Um. Okay, so our first answer comes from Kyle and Nick on film, which is at KN on film. Wait, did you say Twitter? Kyle or Kylo? Kyle. Okay, sound for a minute like you said Kylo. I'm like, hell yeah, man. I'm I pretty sure I didn't say Kylo. Oh, you did? No, I might I might have. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe I just am in Star Wars mind right now. Yeah. Um. So he commented and said, at Almighty Goatman, which I think is uh, Kyle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's his Twitter handle. Love it. Uh, he said he's a big fan of Finn. The idea of a stormtrooper as an actual human character is brilliant. It is. I agree. I just wish that I loved what. JJ did with him in The Force Awakens and what he did with him in The Rise of Skywalker, but then Ryan Johnson just had to F it all up. He totally did, dude. Totally. Finn didn't, Finn didn't do jack shit in The Last Jedi. No, he it, went on a mission that failed. Yeah. It's re- but so stupid. He's one of your like favorite characters, though, right? Finn? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Finn. Yeah. Uh, the next... One we got is from Pancake for the Table at Pancake for Table. Loving these names. Um, and they said, love most of them so much, but got to go with Ray. Her arc by the end of Rise is so powerful, and Daisy is such a great actor. Hell yeah, she is. She definitely is. I will say I did really like her arc. I feel it could have been better, but that is just because Last Jedi. Like yeah, all, the, the all last the gripes Jedi I have just derails this trilogy. Yeah, it does. It totally does. But yeah, she is a killer character. Yes. Um. Next up, we got an answer from Reading Guy at Reading Guy twenty three, and he says, "All of them. I honestly can't choose." 
That's understandable. That's a cop-out answer. But they're all great, so we can accept <laughs> that. Be nice, Caleb. I am being nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, we got... Damn, your name's like really long. The bookmaking habits of select species are at Nihad Mewin. I'm sorry if I jacked up your name. Uh, she, uh what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said Kylo, BB 8, and Babu Freak. <laughs> Excellent choices. Those are some really good choices. I yeah, Kylo is definitely one of the tops for me. Yeah, I love Kylo Ren or Ben Solo, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, like I'm the ba- I have the basic ba- bitch answers. I really like Kylo and I really like Ray. Uh, Ray's honestly my favorite out of all of them. I yeah. love Ray. I don't care for um Poe. Sadly, get the, get the hell out of your own house. Gosh damn it, Rose. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> I don't really care for Poe because, I mean. Is it because he's Finn, a spice Finn, runner? Finn is okay. Finn is okay. Okay. Poe, I, I don't really care for because it's just kind of like, what has he done? Like, he's just a pilot. Like, what did, like, what did he contribute? Like, I'm just trying to think. In Force Awakens, he... I mean, he was the one that ended up ultimately blowing up the not-death star. Yeah. Um, But I feel someone else could have done that very easily. Yeah, but... Poe did it, so... Yeah, okay, so he did that. In Last Jedi... Literally, The Last Jedi was him fighting with Admiral Holdo. Yeah, so if he wasn't in it... It probably would have been just smooth sailing. And then Finn wouldn't have gone on the useless adventure. And then Rise of Skywalker, he didn't really do shit either. Except, like, fly around and blow shit up. Yeah, but he led the Resistance. Like, Leia knew that he could lead the Resistance, and he did. Yeah, but wouldn't it have have been better if Finn did? I don't think Finn had... uh, the, The way that, like... Poe knew what to do and like what you know like uh like what areas to attack what ways i don't think finn knew like any of that stuff yeah he knows where the trash compact oh yeah he was a janitor yeah (laughs) so (sighs) he knows he knows the weaknesses though but still like wasn't he the one that got the plans for the new death star i'm sorry the not death star It's it's been a minute since I've seen The Force Awakens, so I don't know. I actually just started watching that last night, but I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they would have written I mean, him I different, he to. could have just kind of taken on Poe's job. Don't say that, because I love Oscar Isaac as Poe. I know I, I love I, Oscar Isaac too. I think he would have. I think he's a great addition to the Star Wars universe. I would have put him somewhere else though. I'm wouldn't. trying to think of where I would have put him. You're just against Spice Runners, aren't you? whatever you're dumb Uh, alright well let's get into the breakdown yes and if you're new to our breakdown system 
We split the movie into eight different categories. We split it into story, the writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it an overall genre grade, which is more like a personal grade. Which is going to be a very interesting one. Yeah, because me and Rose have very different thoughts on this movie. Yes, we do. <laughs> so we decided. So we, with like the genre of this movie, we were like the other uh, Star Wars movies. We gave like sci-fi adventure. This one was a little bit more sci-fi action. Not by much, but just enough. I also wish we could just do a slash and put adventure slash action. Yeah, I know, but I'm lazy. I don't want to fix the f- the f- the uh... bastard. Gosh damn it, the Excel sheet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whatever, forget you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first off, let's get into the story. So this is a highly spoiler alert yes. review. So We're about to reveal this, who dies. Yeah. Not and that anyone does lives. die. People die. All right. Get ready for reading with Rose. That's all I could think of. <laughs> reading with Rose? Yeah. Rose reading. No, that sounds stupid. We'll come up with something else. Okay. All right. So. Where the hell is the plot? <laughs> Here it is. Following a broadcast by the late Emperor Prout... <laughs> You're off to a great start. <laughs> the late Emperor... Pa- pa- How did I say it? Palpatine? Palpatine. <laughs> <sighs> How am I in college? I really have to ask these questions. All right. Uh, following a broadcast by the late Emperor Palpatine... Kylo Ren obtains a Sith Wayfinder device on the planet Mustafar, leading him to the uncharted planet Exegol. There, he finds Palpatine, who reveals that he created Snoke as a puppet to control the First Order and lure Kylo to the dark side. Palpatine unveils a secret armada of Star Destroyers and tells Kylo to find and kill Rey, who is continuing her Jedi training under Resistance leader Leia Organa. Finn and Poe Dameron deliver intel from a spy that Palpatine is on Exegol, Ray has learned from Luke Skywalker's notes that a Sith Wayfinder can lead them there. Leia reveals that an ally on Pasana? I don't remember them saying that. Pasana? Towards the bottom. Uh, Towards the bottom? Yeah. Right uh, there. It's by, like, where it says Chewbacca, C-3PO. Part. Oh. uh, Pasana? Just Pasana? Uh, may be able to help. Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewbacca, BB-8, and C-3PO debart... Debart? Oh my goodness. Do you want me to read it? (laughs) No, I I think I can do this. Depart in the Millennium Falcon. Or Falcon. People say it so differently. It's Falcon, Falcon. Which one is it? It's Falcon. It's Falcon? The Millennium Falcon. Okay. Alright. Do you have anything to say about that first portion? Yes, okay. I actually do. Okay. So, All right, let's hear it. Yeah, so Ray continuing her Jedi training under Leia. They had no lead up to that. Like we had no idea Leia even knew how to do Jedi shit. Okay, so I actually found out um cuz uh my coworker I I told him about like the whole scene where uh 
it shows that Leia had a lightsaber and all the shit. I'm like, wait, since when the hell did she become a Jedi? He's like, oh, if you read the books. She actually- Which we don't. <laughs> so that makes zero sense to us. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, so she does. But they honestly should have maybe, like, given us a little hint to that. Not just, hey, guess what? Leia was a, he, she is a Jedi. Yeah, like. Do, like that doesn't make sense. Like, like does she go? She like, like they never said any of the time. I don't know. They like, never said any of that movie. in the Last Jedi, right? That she was nope. a Jedi. Not okay. even a little bit. Okay. Well, shit. Um, but I mean, I can't remember. I think like this movie's supposed to take place like a couple of years after the Last Jedi, so I guess like her training was during that time. But st- like. The ending of The Last Jedi just, like, ruins the setup for the beginning of this movie. Because, literally, the ending of The Last Jedi is just them, like, finally meeting. You know, like, Poe, uh, Finn, and Rey are finally, you know, um, brought back together. And, you know, we're supposed to believe that uh, Finn, Poe, and Rey are just, like, this brand new group that are, like, best buds. And we're supposed to, you know, like, relate with them. Which... I love, you know, like, I love that most of this movie that those three are together. That's why I wanted Since the Force Awakens. But since Ryan Johnson didn't do that in The Last Jedi, we're forced to be like, we're forced to, you know, like, pretend in our minds that they've been together for years. And it's just like, no, no, they haven't. I, okay, this is my concern with this breakdown. Okay. That you are going to be really nice to this movie because Last Jedi ruined it. You're not wrong. Yeah. That's not going to fly. <laughs> yes, we ha- sir. No, we, we have given ourselves a job <laughs> okay. to be in as unbiased as possible. Okay. And that is, me- that is meaning we need to break down the movie itself we can't blame we can't give this movie a good score but i still enjoyed the hell out of this movie i hated this movie so much (laughs) but yeah that's one of the things i had an issue with i'm just like why the hell is ray training with leia like leia doesn't know anything about it and then it turns out she does like apparently she finished jedi training with luke but they don't set that up at all i was just confused as hell just being like what the how did she know how to do all this stuff? Like she, you're just like, where was episode eight po- eight point five? Yeah, no joke, <laughs> dude. No joke. Like, it also kind of retcons Force Awakens because what are they looking? Why are they looking for Luke Skywalker in Force Awakens? To bring order back to the Jedi. Couldn't Leia have done that if she was a Jedi? Uh, no, because I don't think she knew everything that Luke did. But she completed her Jedi training. I don't think she dove as deep as Luke did. Well, I... what was Luke doing? <laughs> Dude, Besides you're asking drinking. the wrong person. <laughs> I, I do, literally, I don't know like any of like the like deep lore when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, but like, you gotta think about this. If if Leia, this movie established that Leia completed Jedi training. Yeah. She could have brought balance to the Force. She could have done everything that Luke basically didn't. Hey, but <laughs> it's really funny how much J.J. Abrams retcons from The Last Jedi in this movie. Dude, so. he does it so fast, too. 
so quickly. He does, but there are two parts that are just like I. The second time, I actually giggled a little bit because, like, I'm like, "Okay, JJ, I love you for doing this." Can what you did you laugh at? The part where Luke, when Ray goes to throw the lightsaber in the fire, and he's just like, "A, a Jedi's uh, weapon is supposed to be treated with the utmost respect." Yeah, didn't he toss it down a mountain? Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> That's like a jab at Ryan Johnson for doing that. And then also when Ray's like, well, you, she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to stay here on this island so I don't have to face Palpatine and all this shit. That's what you did. You know, like you just abandoned everything. And he's like, well, I was wrong. No, that's. <laughs> so even though J.J. Abrams. Okay, in- what was J.J.'s plan for Luke? I want to know, I want to know what. See, episode the, eight would have been in with JJ. See, that's the thing. I don't think JJ even had a plan for episode eight because he said I made episode seven kind of like open, open like that, just so the next the next director could take it where he wanted it to. You know what I w- kind of want to do? What I want to do an All Bros rewrite of episode of, eight and nine? No, of the entire. No, we're not rewriting episode seven. What? No. Force Awakens is perfect as it is. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree, but fine. We'll do I can fine. do episode will, eight and we nine. Will re, will we, we will do a rewrite of episode eight and nine. Okay. Deal. I'm trying to think of when. Because oh, yeah, this is episode ninety eight. So ninety nine is net right? Didn't you say it was ninety eight? Yeah, this is ninety eight. So ninety nine we're doing cats. cats. Yep. So that's ninety nine, and then our Red Dead Redemption two breakdown is episode one hundred. Which, speaking of that, have you finished the prologue or epilogue, whatever the hell it is? Yeah. Okay. So you have finished. Oh, it. I have finished it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so you're ready to talk about it. Yep. Dope. Okay. And so maybe episode one hundred one will be our All Bros rewrite. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. So our Dreamcast episode. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> this is going to be really interesting. <laughs> Honestly, there's a couple characters that I would actually let survive. There were actually there are actually a couple characters I would kill off. We'll talk about it. We'll talk <laughs> we'll get into it when when that time comes. Like we'll we'll handle that over the next few weeks. Okay. <sighs> and we'll come back to you with a Episode eight and nine rewrite. This is gonna be very interesting. Should that be like a a new episode style for us? We rewrite movies. Yeah, I'm down. Like that ones sounds that are, like that a lot we of think fun. are just like crappy. Yeah, I'm down for that. Sweet. <laughs> so we're gonna have because there are some parts I would love to rewrite about Halloween 2018. Yeah, so we can do that. We'll do like, well, it's like full movies. I could rewrite a full movie for Halloween. Well, we did Halloween Kills. Isn't that like the rewrite? No, that's the sequel to Halloween 2018. Okay. We'll talk about it. Whether this becomes a new episode or it's just going to be a dream cast. Yes. We'll see. All right. So the group encounters Lando Calrissian, who points them to the Wayfinder's last suspected location. Can you say wasted character? (sighs) Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Damn. But, dude, they got to put all the original trilogy characters in there. Lando was the last one. They forced him in there. Poor Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah, freaking bummer. 
you have to admit, with what he was given, he was badass. <laughs> what was he given? He got to fly the Millennium Falcon one last time. Yeah, and that's it? Like, we don't even know what he went and told people. That That's true. Well, okay, and also, sorry. <laughs> Damn it, you were, like, really making me, like, harsh this movie. <laughs> Um, you know, like the part towards, sorry, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Uh, but the part towards the end when he's talking to that one girl and she's like, oh, I don't know where I'm from. He's like, well, let's find out. She's like smiling all the shit. How the hell is she going to remember where she's from? Like, how are you like, where is this going to go? Like, yeah, exactly. You were taken by stormtroopers as a child. Yeah. They're not going to have record of where they (laughs) took you from. (laughs) Apparently. From what I hear, she was supposed to play Lando's daughter, but they scrapped that story. Why? Yeah. That would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Damn you, Disney. Or Lucasfilm. No, I'm Whoever blaming, did this. I'm blaming Kathleen Kennedy, because she's a bitch. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I hate Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Too harsh? A little. <laughs> You want to cut that? <laughs> I don't cut shit. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, well, I'm probably going to get shit for that. Actually, no, I probably won't. because the... <laughs> I love how like, back and forth you are. I know, this. right? <laughs> Almost every single Star Wars fan nowadays hates Kathleen Kennedy. So Fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking back what I said. <laughs> uh, so Kylo learns where Rey is through their Force bond and travels there with the Knights of Ren. Other. <laughs> oh my hell! The Knights of freaking Ren. <laughs> um, okay. They are no joke. A freaking boy band <laughs> or girl band or whatever. They are. They they look so like I'll fully admit they look badass. Yeah, but all they did uh, was stand around and pose. <laughs> they legit did. They seriously, <laughs> dude. No joke. There's a scene where it, they're standing on a rock and it's going around them. You could throw in a cheesy '90s movie or ch- cheesy '90s song, and it would fit in perfectly with Just that. Start playing "Lost in the Woods." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, they are just a glorified boy band. Oh, uh, they really like. I think I can't. I never could pick on what the stormtroopers said when they like take the corner. Uh, when they come on the ship, and he's just like, oh my goodness, it's the Knights of Ren. They're like the baddest of the batter, like some shit. I'm like, how? We yeah, ain't seen them do shit. Yeah, except get their, I mean, skipping ahead, getting their asses whooped by freaking Kylo Ren. Yeah, the leader. Ben, the, the, he's literally, uh, I picked up on in The Force Awakens, he's literally the leader of the Knights of Ren, which you could definitely tell that. Um, like, I trained you bitches. Yeah, right? <laughs> I kind of wonder, like, how old or, like, what the ages of all the other Knights of Ren are. Dude, we need a video game with the Knights of Ren. We do, because I I want to know about these guys. They look really cool. They do. But they're so wasted. Dude, the reason they got thrown in is because the fans demanded that they get thrown in. Well, I, I'm sure uh, Abrams wanted them to be in Episode Eight, but then, um, going back to Ryan Johnson, <laughs> going to hear his name a lot in this review, uh... I don't even think he mentions them at all in episode eight. Nope. Not even once. Like you get that one badass glimpse of them in the force awakens. And then you don't see him again until this episode. And they looked, um, I'm going to fully admit they looked way more badass in <laughs> episode seven in oh, that yeah. rain shot. than. 
I oh, like yeah, the Knights of Ren. I want more from them, but JJ tried. He tried. You cannot forgive the movie because he tried. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that he. he you he, better freaking not. Calm down, Caleb. Calm oh. down. Freaking fight you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Okay. Uh, Ray and the others discover the remains of the assassin Ochi, his ship, droid, and dagger inscribed with Sith text, which C-3PO's programming forbids him from interpreting. Was that ever... That that was kind of like... Kind of out there. I don't think that That was ever... That was so dumb. He can translate every single language except Sith language? Yeah, I would... He can translate it, he just can't say it. That's bullshit. Yeah. That is absolute bullshit. He shouldn't be even be able to read it. Yeah. They should have had to go find someone to read it for them. Uh, I mean, but no, they had to do some bullshit with situation where there weren't even really any stakes. There were no stakes in this movie. <laughs> I'll have to agree with you. There weren't. Oh. <laughs> Freaking hate it. All right, keep going. <laughs> Sensing that Kylo is nearby, Rey goes to confront him. The First Order captures the Falcon, Chewbacca, and the Dagger. Rey, attempting to save Chewbacca, accidentally destroys a First Order transport with Force Lightning. The group escapes on Ochi's ship, presuming Chewbacca to have died in the explosion. Okay, why were they making it like Force Lightning is a hereditary thing? I I don't know. Like, we saw Count Dooku do... Lightning? We did. Like, who else have we seen do lightning? Darth Sidious. Okay, other than Darth Sidious. That's literally all I can think of is Count Dooku and Darth Sidious. Okay, so Palpatine, is whatever. Dooku a Palpatine? You're asking the wrong dude, man. Yeah, so I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt that Count Dooku's a Palpatine. So, is it something you learn how to do? Is it something... From the way, I don't know, because how Kylo was saying, like, oh, you know, like, with the whole thing in the desert, I had to push you just to see how much you could do. So, I'm like, okay, so then, like, you don't train yourself to do... So, what exactly was he doing? Was he trying to push the ship away? Was he trying to... He was trying to let it still take off. It did not look like that. It looked like he was pulling it towards him. And then Ray's just like, no, I want it towards me. What I'm also confused... Okay, so how many Knights of Ren are there? Did you count? No. Okay, so when they get back on the ship, General Hux is saying, like, oh, we suffered many casualties from the Knights of Ren, but we were able to capture a uh, a prisoner that could be a huge asset to us, which turns out to be Chewbacca. But him saying... Because there were two ships, right? Right. Okay, him saying that we suffered many losses from the Knights of Ren, I'm confused as to how many there are, because in that final fight, with uh, Kylo having to take them all on, it seemed like they were all there. It did look like they were all there. Like, did he say from the Knights of Ren? Yeah, I swear that's what he said. Continuity error. Seriously. Damn it, I'm really... Ah, damn it, Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... There's a thing. Uh, well, first off, there's a huge ass freaking continuity error from Last Jedi. What's that? Uh, Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Him and, him and Ray, or Kylo Ren and Ray, broke it. 
And it didn't even look like it was like it looked like it was just in perfect condition. It did. It didn't look like it had been fixed or nothing. Yeah. So Moss Kanata knows how to work her magic. Freaking dumb. <laughs> um, also, can I, can I just say one more thing that like honestly pisses me off that it was never answered in the Force Awakens? Uh, Han Solo asks, "Where did you get that with Luke's lightsaber?" And she said, "Good question." For another time. It's never answered in this damn trilogy. Yeah. I want to know where Maz Kanata got Luke's lightsaber. Honestly, the lightsaber that they should have done is the green one. That one would make the most sense that they found. That would. That they just randomly found. The blue one doesn't make the a lick of sense. But more Actually, people recognize and, blue. So Yeah, so me and... My brother on Christmas, Bronson, were watching Emperor Strikes Back. Yeah. Or Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And he full on gets his hand cut off and it just falls. Like, in Can you just imagine cl- if like Maz Kanata is like at the bottom and she's just like, yoink. <laughs> this is the George Lucas special edition. <laughs> Dude, okay. She's a, if, that, if that was seriously in episode five right yep if that was in episode five if they were able to like cram that in there i would be very happy that's how they explain that moss Kanata got it mm-hmm. i'd be very very happy she was just like yoink mine Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dumb though like it's just kind of like wh- how like there this trilogy leaves you asking just like how so often and and J.J. Abrams tries to wrap up as much as he can, and I feel like in some ways it works, but in a lot it does blow up in his face. In a majority of the ways, yeah, it does not work at all. Yeah. And there are no, like I said, there are no stakes in this movie. No, because everything that you think was a huge stake, it's basically like retconned like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Not even that. Like, honestly, like, when they killed Chewbacca, I'm like, or okay. we thought they killed Chewbacca. Yeah, we thought they killed Chewbacca. I'm like, okay. Like, holy shit, that was, like, very impactful. That, like, sent me into a shock. Honestly, if you keep that, that is great, J.J. Abrams. Like, I like that. But no, it's retconned, like, five minutes later. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, prisoner. I Like, my, I told you, like, we didn't see a body. Yeah. They're, they're not going to do that. And I feel you could have made the death of Chewbacca epic and still had that same situation. Yeah, you really could have. Like, he could have, like, broken out of the freaking chains and just gone ham on everyone and just, like, freaking wrecked and then, like, trying to do something to... Or, like, maybe they were trying to turn around to blast Ray or something and then he just kind of goes crazy and crashes his ship or it gets blown up because Ray does the lightning thing. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been freaking awesome. But no, they got to do some like force lightning and then extreme guilt with Ray that she doesn't even deal with for very long. Well, that's just because five minutes later, hey, guess what? I heard Chewie's alive. Yeah, it's just ugh. you could have made that awesome. You could have. And but... the same thing with uh, have you re- you haven't read about C three PO yet? No. Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, Poe suggests traveling to Kimji, or, oh no, is it Kijimi? Yeah, Kijimi. Uh, to have the Sith text extracted from C-3PO's memory. 
The process swipes C-3PO's memory, but reveals coordinates to a wayfinder on Kefbeer. Ray senses that Chewbacca is alive, and the group mounts a rescue mission. While Kylo searches for Ray, the group infiltrates his Star Destroyer with the help of Zori Bliss, an acquaintance of Poe's. Ray discovers the dagger and has visions of her parents being killed with it. Kylo informs her that she is Palpatine's granddaughter. The Sith Lord had ordered Ochi to recover Rey as a child, but her parents hid her on Jakku to protect her. General Huck saves Poe, Finn, and Chewbacca from the execution, revealing himself as the spy. He permits the group to escape on the Falcon and has Poe shot him. And has po- Okay, no, that is totally wrong. Finn shoots him in the... Yep. Well, okay, Wikipedia, you failed. And has Finn... Finn shoot him in the leg in an attempt to maintain his cover, but is nonetheless found out and executed for treason. I cannot express how many issues I had in that paragraph. <laughs> okay, first of all, uh, General Huck saying like, I don't care if you win, I just need Kylo Ren to lose. Draw on the exact same damn side, dude. Who cares if Kylo Ren wins? You freaking uh, idiot. Yeah. <sighs> dude, I would have almost preferred if he were... Like, what I would have liked if he, like, I like Domino, I think that's his name, Domino. Yeah, it's like Domino Gleason. Yeah, I like him so much, I would have almost preferred if he followed Kylo to uh, Palpatine's planet and maybe become the vessel for Palpatine. That would have been dope. That would. Well, considering he followed uh, Kylo to, like, almost every meeting with Snoke in The Force Awakens, I was kind of surprised that he didn't. Yeah. And it's just so dumb. (laughs) So dumb. Like, he does so much... He was used for gags. He was. The entire freaking trilogy. I feel The Force Awakens not as much, but definitely in The Last Jedi and this one. They could have made him epic, They really could have. Like, he, I would have almost preferred, like, if he were just, like, a skilled fighter, and then, like, a final battle, be like, a duel between him and uh, Kylo Ren. That would be awesome. What if he was one of the Knights of Ren? Mm. No. Okay. I'm trying to think of ways to make the Knights of Ren a little cooler. Yeah, I would have almost preferred. Yeah, I would have preferred him to be like a skilled combatant to take on Kylo Ren. That would and like he just like wipes the floor with the Knights of Ren, and then he goes up against General Hux. That would have been awesome. Also, how come Kylo Ren's the only one of the Knights of Ren that has a lightsaber? Yeah, that's freaking bullshit. (laughs) Like most of them just have like one has an arm cannon, one has has an axe. I'm like, why is Kylo Ren the only one with a lightsaber? Yeah. He's like, uh, can I get one of those? <laughs> like, seriously. Like, he's like, no, this is for <laughs> Sith only. He's like, well, oh, fine. <laughs> it's like, we fighting for the same side, dude. What the hell? Yeah. It, so dumb. And General, yeah, General Hux becoming the spy. Very out of character. Very just abrupt. And you're just like, what? Yeah, like, seriously. He was the last person I thought was the spy. The only funny part, the only part I liked about him coming out was just the part where Post is like, I knew it. And Finn's like, no, you didn't. That was the only funny part. Yeah. And it was barely funny. Barely. 
like I said, he such a wasted character. He, he they, really he got phasmud. <laughs> That's what I'm calling anyone who got wasted as a character. <laughs> he got get, phasmud, dude. Yeah. Someone with so much potential that they just wasted. Yeah. So, yeah, General Hux, like I said, got phasmid. Domhole Gleason deserves so much more. So much more. He's, he deserves a, his own freaking movie. He does. He's a great actor. He makes Peter Rabbit. Wa- he's one of the. He's one of the reasons that makes Peter Rabbit watchable. Yeah, dude. He's a freaking in Last Jedi and um Rise of Skywalker. Like I said, he's a joke. In Especially- Force Awakens, his speech that he was giving, yeah, that freaking was- gave me chills. Yeah, that was badass. But no, the beginning of the Last Jedi has to have. Him, uh, Poe pretending that he can't hear him. Do when they did that joke, I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I into with this movie? Uh, yeah, there's so many things about this story that just don't do not work. Yeah, and uh, Ray becoming or it revealing that Ray's a Palpatine. Ugh, freaking shoot me. Okay, I'm just kidding. She. Ryan Johnson was so set on like fan service in this. Not Ryan Johnson. I was like, JJ Abrams was so focused on fan service. And I am 100% certain it was because of Disney. Oh, yeah. They were so focused on fan service, he had to retcon something that I felt could have just been ignored and been really cool. With Ray just being kind of a nobody. That she's... Yes, she's very Force-sensitive. But she... And she's, like, kind of attuned to both sides of the Force. Like, that could have explained the lightning. That could have explained her anger. That could have explained so much. She did not need to be a Palpatine. She didn't. And I think the ending still would have worked as well as it did. Oh, it would have worked amazingly well. Yeah. And all you had to do was make her a nobody. Yeah. And who in the ever-living hell would sleep with Sidious? <laughs> He's freaking gross. <laughs> well, I think it was revealed that, like, she's not his daughter. It's... Granddaughter. Like, oh, granddaughter. Yeah. Still, someone had to sleep with, with him to create her father or I mean, mother, whoever it was. I mean, he wasn't that bad looking in episode three. Uh, <laughs> he was still a little janky. I mean, wouldn't I mean if you were like granted so much power, wouldn't you sleep with us? Never mind. I don't no. know where I'm going with this. So I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. I'm I'm gonna shut up now. All right, next part of the story. <laughs> trying to Harvey Weinstein, the Emperor. <laughs> nice I reference. Have all this power <laughs> just for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh and then smooth jazz music after. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the group arrives on Kef Beer. Janna, an ex-stormtrooper and resistance sympathizer, leads them to the remains of the second Death Star, where Ray locates the Wayfinder. Kylo, having tracked the group to Kef Beer, destroys Ray's Wayfinder and asks her to help sup- and asks her to help him supplant Palpatine. <sighs> I'll admit, though, the part where she goes into that one area and she, like, sees herself as, like, a Sith Lord, it was still a cool moment. 
It was really cool. Yeah. A little wasted though. It was. Um and like the whole like with, her like like jumping like at her, like I'm like, okay. Yeah, freaking going for like some horror shit. Yeah. Like freaking like Speaking bears of horror, like, horror shit. Teeth and... Whoever did the makeup on Palpatine, freaking A plus. Yeah. It made him look terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Palpatine looked pretty <clears throat> He didn't He definitely didn't look like shit, thank goodness. And I feel Palpatine's like for like how old this guy must be right now. Also, I'm still so confused. How the hell did Palpatine survive? Disney retcons so much. Beats me, dude. Disney retcons so much shit. Like he was, was on. He was straight up on a Death Star that blew. He yeah, was on he, that second Death Star. Yeah, he was and it killed blew the f- in, up. Yeah, he was killed in Episode Six. There's no doubt about that. So was he? Like they point out, like oh Sith cloning. I guess like they're the only ones that like know how to do that. Like you know, like scientific stuff. I'm like, it's like, didn't you have a full army of clones? <laughs> yeah, but. <sighs> Mm. I still don't understand why they stopped using clones. I don't either, but like it's like they just don't work. Like you're apparently you're training like little kids isn't working either. They can't shoot for shit. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a very good point. Like seriously, if one stormtrooper hit, like they would have a freaking party being like, "Our our accuracy percentage has just gone through the roof. Yeah, okay, Finn also must have been practicing a hell of a whole lot, because there's no way he's that good at aim. No, not if he's a freaking stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> horseshit. Freaking horseshit. You know what would have been really cool? Just to, like, kind of see the struggle with Finn. If he's, like, showing, like, him trying to struggle with not, like, trying to get past the stormtrooper part of his life and having to get all up in the stormtrooper outfit again that would have been wow that would make for a cool comic series mm-hmm. like him having to like do an undercover mission as a stormtrooper that'd be pretty sick yeah that'd be a cool like little like honestly like kind of like maybe like just like a little star wars short film right yeah oh that'd be cool yeah that'd be very cool Alright, uh, Leia, dying, calls to Kylo through the Force, distracting him as he duels with Rey, who impales him. Nice job, Leia. You got your son killed. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. There are no stakes in this movie. No, you didn't. Do you honestly... like? It's, <laughs> Gosh, I hate this movie. <laughs> like I told you, okay, the part where Rey just stabs, you know, stabs him, and, you know, I'm like, okay, Kylo Ren's gonna die. I'm okay with this, you know, like, finally, a death that actually means something. Nope. Ray uses four ceiling. And I found out uh, from my coworker, JC, that it actually is canon. They do. Four ceiling is? Yes. That, that is actually a thing. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so JJ didn't make that shit up. Okay, That cool. actually does exist. Um, But, yeah, like, even that line where race like i i wanted to take your hand ben's hand that would have i felt been more impactful if he was dying <laughs> right <laughs> dude no joke like that would have been way more impactful if he was like dying like i'm trying to think of something that like could basically like help 
help that scene like play out better. Like this whole movie would have been a lot better with stakes. It really would have. Like I could have even accepted like with uh, C-3PO reading off the Sith language if he would have just like lost all of his memories. Yes. I could have accepted him living through it all, but losing all the memories was kind of a big deal. It really was. But no. No, freaking R2D2 had to go save the day. Freaking dumb. Even though C3PO said that R2D2 never backed up any of his memory. Yeah, apparently R2D2's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> He's a oh. stalker. He watches C3PO while he sleeps and just I have your memories. <laughs> um But yeah, so the scene between I really liked all most of the scenes between Kylo Ren and, and Ray. Yeah. They were way good. The f- this the f- water fight a little uh, underwhelming. Really? I loved it. It was good. It was good. It was I was expecting a bit more though. I can understand that, but like honestly, I feel like this was like the best lightsaber fight of the new trilogy. I was going to say, like, uh... No, 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 it's not the best lightsaber (laughs) fight. No, to me, that still goes to Obi-Wan and Anakin for episode three. Oh, hell yeah. Um, But it's definitely the best one out of the new trilogy. That's not a high mark. It's not. Because there's barely been any Actually, oh, you're... You're saying duel? Yeah, duel. Okay. No, I'm not I was including like, Last Jedi. That I'm not one including that badass. throne scene. Okay. That's the only good part of that movie. Because yeah, that no was joke. badass. Um, um, yeah, this, this scene wasn't that impactful. It, mm-hmm. it was. It felt very lazily done. Is it just me? Or. I just want to talk about Kylo Ren's lightsaber really quickly. I would have such a hard time not stabbing myself with the sides. No joke! <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Like, I, Kudos to Kylo Ren for being able to not burn himself with that shit. Because, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I've almost... I kind of wanted to see like a double... Another double-edged lightsaber. But one that could split into two parts. Like Ray's? Or, oh, wait, no, so, like, it connects at the end, disconnects at the end, so where you could be, like, have two, but then you can yeah. connect it back. That would have been really cool. That would have been way cool. But we don't get to see that. I think Dark Ray's lightsaber was badass. Okay, but on, okay, I have a question about that. Okay, so, like, the whole, like, double edge, that's awesome once she flicks it out. But is someone really gonna <laughs> fight someone with a lightsaber that is before like she flicks it out like it's just how it's two sticking out like i guess you have to hold it like yeah that's dumb <laughs> can you that just imagine like dumb. fighting like that urgh, urgh, she urgh, actually urgh. does fight like that she, like she has i think she's only holding one of the handles but she has both of the lightsabers going and she's like has it up against ray's thing for a second oh she does yeah and then she like flicks it back out to a staff well damn it i gotta go see this movie a third time now that's like your favorite word for this review. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just ugh. Ugh. It's one of Kayla's favorite words, it seems. That and son of a whore. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, seeing Leia's, sensing Leia's death, Ray heals Kylo and takes his ship to exile herself on Achte, Octo, 
Akto? I don't know. Well, we're going to go with Akto. Probably putting way too much emphasis on it, but I don't care. Luke's Force Spirit encourages Rey to face Palpatine and gives her Leia's lightsaber and his X-Wing from his time in the Rebellion. It's about freaking time that Luke learned to pick up the X-Wing himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rey leaves for Exegol using the Wayfinder left in Kylo's ship. Kylo converses with a memory of his father, Han Solo. He throws away his lightsaber and reclaims his identity as Ben Solo. Palpatine has a Star Destroyer obliterate K- Kijimi as a show of force. Okay, really quickly with the whole uh, Ben Solo and Han Solo thing. I was telling Caleb, I would have loved that instead of like just chucking his lightsaber, if there was a way, I don't think there is a way, that instead of it being red, it just turns to blue or green. But it still had like the I same. I think lightsabers have like a crystal in them, so he would have to change the crystal. Well, too bad Han Solo didn't just have a. a... He's a memory. I know. Okay. Well, damn it. You, you know what I was really hoping for? What? So you know how maybe he takes the, the okay once he gets to where Ray is with Palpatine, he takes the crystal out of either Leia's or Luke's, and puts it into his. I don't know. I just like Kylo Ren Kylo Ren's lightsaber a lot, so I would have loved to see it either be blue or green. Yeah, but that that lightsaber design kind of screams evil. Yeah, and also it would it would have just been a regular kind of blast stream of a lightsaber because his crystal's damaged, so that's why it has to do that. Damn it, okay, I'm going to throw away what I just said. <laughs> okay. So with the scene between Han and Ben, I was expecting, because things have to happen for the Sith to kind of become Sith, right? Yes. They have to do something that causes them to go evil. Yeah. And him becoming, like, killing Han, I would have, I was hoping during the conversation between the two of them that it was going to get revealed that Kylo wasn't the one that ended up doing that. Like, turning on the lightsaber. I was thought that it was going to, like, reveal that Han was the one that turned it on. Because didn't Kylo tell Han that he had to kill him? Well, no, he said, uh, I have to do something and I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Will you help me? And Han Solo was like, yes. Yeah. Could you imagine if they would have revealed that Han was the one that turned it on? That would have been really... Because, like, the fact that after he stabs him through, he's like, thank you. The, oh, damn. That would have been He doesn't really, say thank you. Yeah, he does. Before he takes out the lightsaber, he's like, thank you. I can prove it. I can prove it to you. Kylo Ren says thank you. In Rise of Skywalker? Or no, Force Awakens? No, The Force Awakens. Okay, you're going to have to prove that one to me. Okay. We'll be back next week to... Show that I proved Caleb wrong. I swear. Okay. That Kylo... I don't. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah, all I remember is him being like saying, "Like, will you help me?" And then he goes for like he touched. Like you see, Han touched the lightsaber. That's true. it's very within the realm of possibility that he was the one that turned it on because I think he knew deep down what he needed to do to kind of prove his loyalty to. 
Supreme Snoke. Leader Snoke, yeah. Yeah. So if he would have done, if it would have shown that, that that was Han's final act of, like, to protect his son from Snoke, that would have been just, oh. That would have been awesome. That would have been a great character moment right there. Exactly. For both Ren yeah. and, or for both Ben and Han. Yeah. Just, oh. To send this into Disney. All right, time for some reshoots, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dude. Like, if we do, seriously do the rewrite for episode eight and nine, they will not be the same movie. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. If you want to, we can do episode seven. No, I think there's a challenge bet- with writing over. Okay. A movie. Okay. 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 So, all right, this is going to be fun. All right. At the Resistance base, R2-D2 restores C-3PO's memory upon the group's return. The, resi- <laughs> <laughs> the Resistance follow Ray's coordinates to Exegol, where she confronts Palpatine. He demands she kill him to transfer his spirit into her. Lando brings reinforcements from across the galaxy to join the battle. Ben arrives to help Rey, overpowering the Knights of Ren. Recognizing Rey and Ben as a rare force... Dyad? Dyad, yeah. Okay. Uh, Palpatine drains their power to rejuvenate himself. He attacks the Resistance fleet with force lightning and incapacitates Ben. Rey, weakened, hears the voices of past Jedi who lend their who lend her their strength. Palpatine attacks her with his lightning, but Rey deflects it using the Skywalker lightsabers, killing him and herself. Ben revives Rey by transferring his life force into her. Rey kisses him before he dies, becoming one with the force, as his mother Leia does at the same moment. I did like that moment. It was a sweet moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so many issues. Okay. Um, okay, no, never mind. So, first off... <laughs> <laughs> Ray becoming one with like the other Jedi. When was that ever established that the Jedi could do that? Okay, I'm not forget like like I said, I'm not like forgiving JJ for anything. I promise. But I'm just saying, if JJ would have been able to do with what he probably hoped he could have done with Episode Eight, I feel this would have been explained a lot better. He needs to he needs to get out what he had planned for these two movies. He, yeah, he really does because you can tell that like he wanted a lot set up and he has to try to explain how this was set up, but sometimes it doesn't it doesn't work out. Yeah. So the fact that she somehow had ties to all the other Jedi. It makes sense that he had ties to all the other Sith. Yeah. Palpatine well, maybe after it, reading, like, the Jedi transcripts? I don't know. Still freaking dumb. So, they pulled, like, a whole Avatar. Like, the last Airbender shit. Right there. They're just like, well, I have all the Jedi. It's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> Okay. But... Ugh. So I would have almost, I ideally, because there were no stakes, 
<laughs> they should have just kept Ray and Kylo alive. Yeah. But I can you almost... imagine though if they both died? Oh, that would have been sick. I I I almost would have preferred Kylo staying alive and Ray dying. Yes, it would have been sucky, but think about the shit that So with the the force and the balance thing. There needs to be equal parts Jedi and equal parts Sith, right? Yeah. Now, if Rey is the Jedi equivalent to Palpatine, and they both kick the bucket, Kylo Ren is still somewhere in the middle. True. And you have to think about, like, all the shit, like, that he would have had to go through, like, after. Like, yeah. dealing with that. And then that could have been the the rise of Skywalker. But now he's finally reunited with his mom and dad. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred that. I would have preferred that. Okay. But since they did the whole he sacrifices himself to save Ray bullshit. <laughs> uh did you how did you feel about their kiss? I didn't like it. Even a little bit. Honestly, it kind of felt weird to me. It felt super weird, like cousins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. And I don't know. I never, I never sensed a romantic relationship between Kylo and Ray. Yeah, exactly. Like honestly, I would have been j- more more okay if Ray and Finn kissed. That's the only kiss I would have been f- fine with. Oh yeah. I know you're shipping the whole Poe and Finn, dude. Poe and Finn. That would have been like, oh. Yes. <laughs> I honestly I would have been okay with that too. But out of like, you know, like all of like what kisses would have made sense, I think Poe Poe and Finn, even though I mean it was set up as a bromance, but I would have mm. been okay with that. But Ray and Finn. That would have made sense to me. But I don't think Ray and Kyle I don't think don't they set sense. up Ray for, for having a romantic interest at all. They don't. So the no kiss really needed to happen, but I'm just saying if a kiss did need to happen. Those are the only two that are acceptable. Because Ray and Kylo don't make any sense. Yeah, people are calling this, I think, Raylo or Rylo. Dumb. <laughs> people are so dumb. Alright. Uh, the Resistance celebrates. Ray visits the abandoned Lars homemade... Home, homemade? <laughs> homestead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Alright. Lars homestead on Tatooine where Luke grew up. She buries the Skywalker lightsabers, having built her own. A passerby asks her name. She replies, "Kate." Okay, no, this is wrong. She replies, Ray. The passerby asks, Ray who? And then she pauses for a minute and looks over and sees the Jedi ghosts of Ray and Luke. Not Ray and Luke, I'm sorry. Leia and Luke. And then she says, Ray Skywalker. And then Ray and BB-8 then walk on watching the two suns set. Okay, I'm going to point... I honestly was expecting this. Okay, I love that Luke and Leia were there, but I think Ben and Han should have been there as well. They both had an also big impact in her life. I would have preferred, like, all the other Jedi, too. Okay, that's like... Like Yoda. That's too many. What do you mean, too many? Okay, okay, yeah, that's true. It's only uh, Yoda, Obi-Wan. I mean, they got the voices for them. Why couldn't they just, like, throw up a... Like, all they had to do, it's like, 
here's a couple thousand dollars, throw on these robes, go stand in front of that green screen for a second, and we'll call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. But honestly, that like I love that it was Luke and Leia. That was awesome. But I would have loved it more if it was also Ben and Han there as well. I would have loved that. Yeah. But I personally would have thrown in Yoda, Obi-Wan, maybe Mace Windu. But Anakin. I would have thrown in Anakin. Okay. Um, I would have thrown in the older one, though. You would have? Yeah. Okay. I would have thrown in older Anakin, okay, not so, Hayden Christensen. So you're going against what uh, George Lucas did with the remastered version? Yes! Of course <laughs> I'm going against what he did with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that, if that's, any sense, if, you know, like, thinking about that, okay, if you bring back Anakin, like, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker for that scene, why not just bring Owen McGregor back for Obi-Wan and put him in there instead of the... I would've. <laughs> I would've. Yeah. Just have the older, the younger version of Yoda, too. Might as well make them all young. What? Why do I feel like you're making fun of me? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not making fun of <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So I'll fully admit though, I, I did smile when she said Ray Skywalker. I smiled. Just because I love this character. I love Ray. Okay. <laughs> so Alright, let's see how bad you butcher this. <sighs> this is bad. This is really bad for me. Sixty. Don't say lower. No, that's actually about where I was at. I'm in the 60s. Okay. I'm not at a 60. Okay. I am in the low 60s, though. I'm, like, sitting around a 63. Can you give me a 64? I can do 64. All right, 64. Yeah, it... There's going to be so much haggling, I feel, with this review. Yeah, it... The story just kind of falls apart once you start thinking about it. It kind of does. Like even a little bit. Yeah, it does. I'll, I'll I'll fully admit. And this is also where it suffers with the writing. So moving on to writing, it suffers because they tried to write around Last Jedi. Yeah. And they retconned a lot of shit that happened in Last Jedi. They should have just gone with it. But no, they had to be like, "Ooh, Palpatine." No. Well, that's the thing. They never said said anything about Palpatine in The Last Jedi. No, exactly. Well, the- she should have just been a nobody. Okay. Like, Kylo Ren even says, like, in Last Jedi, like, tells her to th- think it through, like, you know, like, basically search your feelings. You know this to be true. <laughs> and she The way does. you said search your feelings, it sounded like that guy from Princess Bride. A little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was going for. But you feel me? <laughs> I, I feel you. Um, it was a lot of writing around stuff. It's like it's kind of like Disney said, "Hey, this, 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 and this need to happen." And uh, have fun. Everything <laughs> else is up to you. You got two and a half hours. Let's see what you got. Folks, <laughs> JJ, I'd be like, "Oh, great." <laughs> <laughs> Great, so there goes my ideas for episode nine. Great. Grand frickin' test. It's like, hey, what if we didn't do this? Uh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like it's okay. Like literally, Disney when J.J. Uh, Abrams went to them and said, "Okay, the ending to the Rise of Skywalker is not going to please every fan." They're like, "Nope, get your ass back to the drawing board. It has to please everyone." We're not having another last Jedi debacle. We talked about this earlier. Disney, basically everything that's awesome nowadays, got its start from a no shit attitude. Yep. Or like, not a no shit, like a I don't give a shit attitude. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Marvel was dying. Marvel was going bankrupt. And then Stan Lee's wife basically gave him the idea to just be like, hey, you're going out of business anyway. Just write what you want. And it worked. Yep. He's he Because he didn't think it was going to. It was a lot of like, hey, this is a big risk I'm taking here. Hey, I'm going out of business. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and the, like, I feel the same was with Star Wars. The, the A New Hope, like this was a bonkers idea when it came out yeah and they're just like hey we're just gonna do what we want and they created all these crazy processes to make an epic movie and like it worked it did the prequels they're just like yeah we're gonna play a little safer and it it stopped working it's once the risks are not being taken anymore where the movie fails Honestly, I think the biggest thing that I blame when it comes to what, and like I said, I am not forgiving anything that JJ did wrong with this movie. Freaking not. I'm not. The thing that I blame the most, and I'm sorry to say this, is the Star Wars fan base. Yep. It's honestly probably the most toxic fan base I think I've ever seen. Because there is no way that you can please every single one of these fans. Either that uh people loved the last uh hated the last jedi and they hate the people that loved it or a lot of you know like a lot of star like big star wars fans are actually saying that they enjoy the rise of skywalker they they say that it actually was the only one that felt like an actual star wars movie out of this new trilogy but no, that that's just some fans okay, saying okay. but you know, people are like harping on them for that, like, oh, you know, that that's that's bullshit. You know, you don't you don't know Star Wars. Go back and watch the original trilogy and all shit. I'm just like, can't we all just like get freaking along? Like, some people enjoy the new trilogy, some people don't. Some people love the prequel, some people don't. Just let people love Star Wars for the way that they love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a ve- <laughs> it's a very toxic fan base. I feel like. You kind of get this. It's kind of like Marvel and DC, their fan bases, it feels like Xbox and PlayStation. We respect each other. We give each other shit. Yeah. For liking the other. But most of the time, we never really mean it. Yeah. And we all hate the Nintendo people. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Yeah. We all hate the PC players. There we go. We all think they're assholes. I was, was going to say, I love Nintendo, so don't go there. No. So, if... With Marvel and DC, I think, like, the Nintendo equivalent... Actually, I don't know if there's a Nintendo equivalent. I don't know. I, I just feel like Disney is just so scared that 
people are going that Star Wars fans are just basically going to write them off and they're going to just lose money left and right because no, they're going to go see it regardless. Well, yeah, because it's Star Wars, but I think Disney is just so scared that if they try anything different that people are like you're not going to please any everyone, Disney. And honestly, like with The Mandalorian, keep taking chances oh, like that. Exactly. That was a huge just like they needed they, the. I think the reason Mandalorian got greenlit is because they needed something Star Wars for Di- in Disney Plus. on Disney Plus. Yeah, they needed something new for Star Wars. Yeah, and they were just like, "Well, we don't got anything better. Let's freaking do it." Yeah, because they, I don't, they weren't expecting so many people to sign up for Disney Plus. No, uh, uh-uh. and they weren't for like freaking marketing people. Like you guys need to be fired because they were like, "Oh." Baby Yoda isn't going to be a big hit. Yeah, it freaking is. I'll applaud John Favreau though for keeping Baby Yoda a secret until literally the episode that he was premiered on. Well, the first like, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the first episode. I didn't know that. Um, because I haven't seen it yet. Um, but like honestly, like it's honestly the the day and age that we live in. I'm. It's astonishing that he was able to keep that secret off the internet for as long as he did. I wonder, like, how much guarding over that they did, if any. Because if they weren't planning on him being a big hit, it's just kind of like, who cares? <laughs> if, yeah. If they find out about Baby Yoda, do you think that's how they felt with Groot? Like, do you think do you think Marvel planned on ba- Groot being a huge hit as he was? Baby Groot or Big Groot? Uh, Baby Groot. I think they were. Okay, what about just regular sized Groot? Regular Groot, no. Okay, I don't think. Yeah. But you're right. Like Disney's best content is the stuff that they are unsure of, mm-hmm. and it's like Mandalorian. Mandalorian is freaking killing it. Like it feels it as someone that doesn't like get super into the Star Wars folklore. Yeah, I can still appreciate this. The show it feels like a western. It's awesome, and it doesn't like. It doesn't use up, like, all the crazy Star Wars lore. It's when you start diving into the deep stuff that it's, like, where I think the fans start to get, like, all pissy. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, well, this says something else, and this says this, and it's just, no, like, shut the hell up. This is my movie. You can go to hell. (laughs) So, yeah, Disney needs to learn from this, Hmm. from this trilogy. So, first off, they need to sign on their directors for three freaking movies. Seriously, though. Being like, hey, you can work on whatever you want as long as you get these out. Like, I would have... I honestly wish that J.J. Abrams would be able to do episode eight, and if he felt the need to redo episode nine. There's no way in hell they would ever allow that. Oh, I know, but that's just like a dream. (laughs) That's a dream for me, because I would love to see the whole trilogy directed by J.J. Abrams. I want the Abrams cut. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I want that more than the Snyder cut. Uh, all right. So, how, where where do you great put the writing? I feel a lot of this review is like banked on you and me having to work on your score. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, dude. If you don't agree with the score, fight me. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll definitely agree that the writing does it. Do, it does suffer a little bit. It does. Um, 
for me, I'm at like 75. 75? Yeah. Oof. Damn, how low are you? Okay, you need think about this. We gave Jumanji 78. Oh. Okay, let's back it up a little bit here. <laughs> I love that I have these like references. I hate that you do. <laughs> yeah, we gave it's the right ri- no, we gave the me. writing for Rocket Man 70. Really? Yeah. See, I still did like the writing. I didn't love it, but I'm honestly still in the 70s, bro. For I'm I will say the writing so the dialogue was good. There wasn't anything in the dialogue other than Finn being like, Hey Ray, I have something to tell you and it never getting revealed until JJ's just like Yeah, oh, he he's was just gonna say he was force sensitive. Dumb <laughs> It was better than the overall story. Yeah. Not by a lot. So you're at like seventy. Yeah, I'm in like the mid sixties. So like sixty seven ish. Can we do a sixty eight? Yeah, I can do sixty eight. Okay. I think even John Boyega took to his Twitter, and he's just like, "No, Finn was not gonna say I love you to Ray." <laughs> It's like good. We weren't pl- hope <laughs> we weren't planning on him doing that. All right. Next up, we got acting, and we're going to grade the main four. So Adam Driver, um, Kylo Ren, Daisy Ridley, who played Ray, Oscar Isaac, yep, played Poe, and John Boyega, who played Finn. So let's move our way up. So let's start with Finn. Definitely a lot more to do uh, than he had in The Last Jedi. I personally feel he... Good job. I feel he had less. Like, because in The Last Jedi, he had his, his mission. Like, yes, the mission was a complete and utter failure, but he still had, like, a big old mission to go on. Still he didn't a, really have much had, to do on it. He had this. a mission in this one. To take out the transmitter? Yeah. Yeah, he did, but th- that wasn't as significant as what he did in Last Jedi. I just don't like to think about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he did good with what he was given. He did, but he did John Boy always good. does. Um, the dialogue between Finn and Poe was great. They felt like a married couple, and (laughs) I—that's another reason the kiss would have been very well justified. Uh, the the part where uh, um, when uh Poe and Finn come back in the Millennium Falcon, and Ray's just like. What the hell was you doing to the Falcon? You know, like you try to like lights jump speed or like whatever the hell he's was like, and he's just like, well, what about BBA? Like you landed a a tree on my droid, and he she's just like, well, uh, what about like the Millennium Falcon? They're just going like back and forth, and she's just like, you know what you are? You are difficult, like in a joking way. She walks over to Finn, and she's just like, what's the matter with him? Oh, me? No, 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 him. Like what? 
what what is he like is he like angry or something he's like always that's the way he said it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that was some bullshit like what bb8 had a missing panel the millennium falcon was on fire yeah right (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah, so his delivery was really good. I think there were only a couple parts where I felt his acting was a little, like, eh. The only thing, like, I felt kind of, like, weird about was when he was talking to that one girl of how, like, the Force brought him to Poe, it brought him to Ray and all this stuff. I'm like, okay. It's kind of like listening to someone get really religious on you. It did. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> I got to read lore or something because I got to understand how fully the force works because I feel it's something different in dude, every single movie. I don't even movie. know if the freaking fans understand how the force works. <laughs> dude, seriously, though. <laughs> like, that's just the, what's it, a MacGuffin? Yeah, I think that's the word. Yeah, the force is just the biggest MacGuffin in the, in the world. <laughs> it, it it's just like, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Well, the force did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know how that happened? The Force knows how that happened. Yeah, it's like the Force understands it, so that's all that really matters. You want to be blessed in your though. You want to be blessed in your day-to-day life? Trust in the Force. <laughs> there you go. It's like, gosh, damn it. <laughs> so, what are you thinking with him? 75. 75? Yeah. That's actually pretty fair. My gosh, we actually agreed on a score, guys. Okay, for the so Rise of Skywalker. The, I, the biggest issue I think between us was yeah. the the story. I hated it. You really liked it. Yeah. So okay, so now it might be smooth sailing. For yeah. The rest now of the... I, everything else, I think, we're pretty is pretty is going to be pretty smooth. Uh, I mean, maybe until we get to our like personal grade. Yeah, it. that's definitely going to be a little different. Yeah, and but I think I have an easy fix for that. All right, next up, Oscar Isaac, who played Poe. He was really good. He was. He had some of the best one-liners. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole part, My this might be, like, my favorite part of the whole movie. When they go to his, like, hometown or whatever, and they find out he's a spice runner, and Finn's like, wait, you were a spice runner? Yeah. Ray's like, you were a spice runner? And he's just like, yeah, you were a stormtrooper, and you were a uh, scavenger. We can do this all night, people. <laughs> That was the funniest part of the whole movie. I I laughed pretty pretty hard at that part. So, like, just that and some, like, other parts. Like, that whole him, like, not beating on Ray, but, you know, like, giving her shit for, like, not being there. Yeah. Just, like, I, I wish that we had... I wish that The Last Jedi would have had these three together more. Like, I wish we would have been able to spend two movies with these three together. Because yeah. I love them together. Yeah. They're really good. Um, speaking of Poe and this, like the spice runner scene, yeah, the old friend that Poe has, yes, and so she's on this shit planet that's like run over by the first order mm-hmm. or the final order, whatever. I think order it's still it the first is. order, okay, first order, yeah. So <laughs> she has this captain's disc. That is supposed to get, be her, like... It's captain's t- coin. Captain's coin? Yeah. Okay, so she has this captain's coin that is basically her ticket to get off of the planet. Mm-hmm. And she, like, is ready to blow Poe's brain out when we first run into her. 
And then by the end of this scene, that doesn't, they don't even interact that much. No. She, they have a little bit of moment where they're doing some surveillance stuff. But after this whole interaction, she willingly gives up this coin to Poe to get off of the planet. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Yeah. Like, you have zero motivations to do this. Like, that, that came out of freaking nowhere. It did. But, okay, speaking of her, some some other really good Poe moments is when, as after she gives it to him, she's he's just like, can I kiss you right now? That that was funny, but the best part was after they win the battle and they're face to face, and he looks over and he gives her the look like, <laughs> like huh huh shivy shivy, and she kind of just like <laughs> she kind of like shakes her head. And he's like okay okay, just walks away. That, that part was funny. He did some amazing acting with his face right there, without yeah. saying a single thing. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, I think he was definitely better than Poe or Finn. Finn yes, I agree. I don't know if he's, he was much better. He wasn't. He's definitely not in the 80s. He's only a tad better than Finn. So I'm at like I'm at like a 78. I can do a 78. Okay. That's fair with him. Alright, next up we got... Let's do Kylo. Alright. Sounds good to me. He was really good. He was. Adam Driver did very, very good. Yeah, I think people give him shit for Kylo Ren because a lot of people say like, "Oh, he can't play a bad guy that well." I think he does a great. I think he does a, a decent job as Kylo Ren. I I, I don't buy him as a, a bad guy. I he don't plays g- good really well. Yeah, and he, like when he was in. Okay, so in Last Jedi, and I hate to bring up that movie. <laughs> when Bastard. when they're doing <laughs> in the the throne room scene, yeah. When they're fighting, it did not feel like Kylo Ren was a bad guy in that moment. No, it didn't. And then when he went back to being bad, it it felt weird. It did. And it in this, it felt weird that he was like being a, trying to be bad. So do you think you know how like Adam Driver usually like kind of has like a goatee kind of thing going on? Yeah. Do you think that would have helped him look a little bit? <laughs> no, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine? It's just like he's just not evil enough. Facial hair, yeah. <laughs> even that just goatee, <laughs> goatee. <laughs> uh, like honestly, I remember when I watched The Force Awakens and he first took off his helmet because I didn't know who Adam Driver was at all. I hadn't seen him. Like, oh, that's Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, everyone was. We're just like, ow. <laughs> Like, it's most people, if you take off the helmet, you're just like, oh. With yeah. him, you're just like, huh. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Kind of got a baby face going on here a little just bit. Just a tad. <laughs> His acting was really, really good. It was. Like, um, I, the beginning scene alone between him and uh, Palpatine was pretty cool. I really it was liked way that cool. A lot. I, I still feel like he would have attacked Palpatine like he didn't even try no he didn't like with someone that was that dead set on hunting him down you think he would have at least given it a little bit of a shot yeah I I, I would have to agree with that so I mean I'm trying to think of anything 
that I had issues with with his acting. I mean, I dug it all. Like I did too. I said he doesn't play bad very well. Yeah. Can you imagine though? Just as kind of like not like a joke, but the part when he's you know talking to his the spirit of his dad, the part where he's just like. I, I know what I must do, but I don't think I have the courage to do it. Can you help me? And then Han Solo, I think he says yes again. Can you imagine if he just <laughs> saw the lightsaber through him again? He's Gosh like, really? <laughs> He's like, really? This again? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <sighs> He's like, sorry, I, I just wanted to do it for old time's sake. Yeah. His acting wasn't incredible. No, Adam Driver's definitely done better than this. Yeah, I think I actually liked him better in Force Awakens. I did too. Yeah, he played bad a lot better. Y- yeah. What are you thinking? I'm in like the maybe low to mid 80s. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, I'd say like at like an 84. An 84? Yeah, for Adam Driver. I was thinking 83, but I can do 84. That's fair. Okay, 84 it is. All right, last we got Daisy Ridley as Ray. Ray Skywalker. Ray. Stop saying that. Why? Because <laughs> it's. She's uh. a Skywalker now. Eh. Eh. What are you thinking with her? Because she. Was the best part of this. Oh, absolutely. She wasn't, like, Robert Downey level good. No, but, like, every time she was on screen, I'm just like, Daisy Ridley, you're killing it. I love you. Yeah, she she's good. Yeah. She's really good. She def- I, if we put... Adam Driver in the lower 80s. She's in the she's, higher 80s? She's in the higher 80s. Yeah. Closer to 85 than she is 90 for me. Okay. For me, I would give her an 88. An 88? Yes. And I would be around an 86. So oh, I want to meet in the 87. middle. 87. Let's do it. Okay. All right. And that brings our... Acting average to an 81. Not bad. Not bad at all. <clears throat> all right. Next up, we got character development. Okay. Are we doing Ray or Kylo Ren? Uh, who do you want to do? Because I could go either way. I kind of want to do Ray more. Ray? Yeah. Okay. So, Ray started this story off like training mm-hmm. being very focused on her training not going on missions with like Finn and Poe mm-hmm. and apparently getting Jedi training from Leia <laughs> yeah apparently and then she has this moment where she's remembering more stuff from her past yeah, I guess like the dagger is able to show her that. I don't even think it was the dagger. Remember, oh, it, was it was Kylo Ren touching Darth Vader's helmet, and then him having a big old flashback. Oh, and she yeah. also had a flashback. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, I seriously need to understand like how their connectiveness works. Who freaking knows, <laughs> dude? 
who freaking how knows? are they this connected yeah and how can they make stuff randomly appear okay that nowhere? was cool though because like the part where kylo ren pulls it out uh the luke's lightsaber and he kind of just way gives, cool and it was did. but the face he gives like the knights of ren he's just like eh, you know like that's what that's that's what we're able to do oh what's that line from uh Bruce Almighty, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, they did set it up like that connection. So I, I mean, it worked. Yeah, it it does. But I just want to explain. A I little don't think better. they did. It, they ever did it on purpose, though. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not true. Well, I don't know because, like, I think in he the grabbed the necklace off of her. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they did do a pretty yeah. decent setup for that. So I can I can accept it. Um anyway, uh back to Ray's story. Yeah, back to Ray's story. So she she's kind of like learning who she is, learns that she's a palpatine in some kind of bullshit way. But we already bit. talked about stories, so we're not going to go back to that. <laughs> she finds out she's a Palpatine, kind of struggles with it, struggles with like the dark side, and mm-hmm. I, I love like that conflict. I did, I did too, and I really liked the part uh, where she goes to, you know, she goes to the island and sees Luke's ghost, and how he points out that no blood does basically blood doesn't mean shit. Yeah. You choose who you are and what your destiny is. Yeah, I loved that. And I really liked how she, it showed her kind of like accept that yeah. in the final battle mm-hmm. between her and the oh. emperor. Yeah. Um, I did notice that the emperor kind of died the exact same way, just horizontally this he time. Got, he got Thanos. No, he did. got bl- <laughs> blasted with yeah, but, lightning. Yeah, but still, doesn't he turn to like start to turn to dust? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so yeah, he does get Thanos. <laughs> Her arc was pretty good in this. It wasn't like the greatest like learning how to accept yourself story I've no, ever seen. But it was definitely better where Ryan Johnson took her in The Last Jedi. It was but it was not way better that piece of shit. Yeah, and that she just kind of like went nowhere. She kind of just seriously though, like oh my gosh, like she just got to the point where she's like, oh, I'm a nobody, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a nobody that somewhat knows how to use a lightsaber, yeah. And then with her, or in this one, it was I'm a somebody, I'm an evil, or basically the dark side runs in my blood, but yeah. I don't have to let it. Also, I'm, I want to point something out about Ray. I'm so glad that J.J. Abrams went back to her how her hair was in The Force Awakens. Yes. I hated how her hair looked in The Last Jedi. It wasn't great. It, you know, <laughs> it looked like she had a mullet. It totally did. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Abrams, for doing that. Because she looks so much better with that hairstyle. I love it. Had the Joe Dirt look going on. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I mean, I didn't hate her story, but it wasn't like super great. No, it wasn't. Like, 
So what are you thinking? I would say probably like in the low 70s. So I'm at probably like like a 77. 77? Yeah. That's pretty fair. Yeah. I was sitting around like 75-ish. And that was like on the lower side for me. Okay. So 77. Yeah, so. definitely fair. Sweet. All right. Next up, we got effects. And I know you guys. Overall, they were good. There was just a couple that looked like shit. Yeah. Did did you? So you saw it twice. Yeah. And that that blast. Yeah, it still looked like shit. Oh gosh, damn. (laughs) I thought it was just like the one time, and nope. Uh. "Mm, That pisses me off. (laughs) And that drops it like a lot. The lightsabers, though, looked fantastic. Yeah, well, it's Star Wars and but Lucas still, films. The, yeah, but like, still. How can they get the lightsabers wrong now? True, but it's still sometimes a hard effect to do, considering you have to motion track that shit. I thought they actually used light-up no, sabers uh, now. N- n- no, for the most time part, I think they still used just plain white ones. In Force Awakens, they used like light-up ones, didn't they? God, that's the first time I'm hearing about that. We'll have to look that up when we're done. Yeah. Although, so I was watching this uh, thing with Daisy Ridley, uh, where she was explaining like how filming the throne scene from The Last Jedi was, and she said the props when it comes to those lightsabers are so freaking heavy that it's hard to, like, it's so hard to fight with them. Like, thing, those things can be like bricks. <laughs> yeah. So... Ne- never fight with an actual like prop made lightsaber. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was a scene. Was it a planet exploding? I think so. I think yeah, that's it a- looked like uh, it did an look- underwater effect. <laughs> it it looked did. like they blew something up underwater. Yeah, I kind of did. And it looked like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I remember. We- well, when we went to go see it together. I remember that scene coming up and just going like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what that sound was. (laughs) Dude, it looked so bad. It looked so bad. I'll 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 give them this. You could tell that. Okay, okay, wait, no. Okay, so two things. Okay. When uh, you could tell that uh, the older version of Leia was CGI, it didn't look that bad. You could tell where it was, but Mm -hmm. it still looked pretty good. The young Leia, when she pulls up her mask, yeah, that was wow. Dude, that was as bad Luke, as Rogue One. Young Luke looked really good. Yeah, he looked great. He actually looked like Mark Hamill in Return of the Jedi, whatever. Yeah, um, and, and it was like in the same exact scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was like young Luke, and then pan over, young Leia, and then young Luke, I'm like, oh, that looks really good. And then they pan over <laughs> to Leia, and I'm like, ha! Huh. <laughs> Didn't really learn your lesson from Rogue One, did you? Like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, it... <laughs> damn it, even I'm now talking down these effects. <laughs> Compared to past Star Wars, these were not great. Yeah, they And were. this is compared to other Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I think the effects for Last Jedi and Force Awakens were spot on. Somewhere in the 90s. These are not for me. Wait, I thought effects were out of 10. 
No, effects is out of 100. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking costumes and music. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what do you... I'm in like... Like the low 80s? With the quality of effects that I've come to expect from Star Wars, maybe high 60s. Really? Yeah. It's... Damn. Eh. And they did, they did quite a bit of effects with Leia. Yeah. That were not great. Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, I can forgive having to write around the scenes that you had of from Leia. Yeah. I understand that. I can accept that. Honestly, touching upon that just really quickly, I think J.J. Abrams did a really good job of still implementing a good story for Leia and finishing her off in a way that felt right for the character. Yeah, she they did a really good job with her. But yeah, I'm in the high 60s. I'm at like a solid 70. Want to go to like 67? Okay, I'll do a 67. Yeah, because I'm like 60. I was like 65, not like low 60s. Okay, I'll, okay I can do a 67. Okay. All right, next up, music. Music was killer. Yeah. It, uh, can we give it a 10? I had no problems. I didn't either. John Williams killed it again. Yeah. I, I'm I'm happy giving him a 10. Okay, perfect. All right, next up, costumes. I loved Ray's. I loved Finn's. I loved Poe's. I wasn't a big fan of Poe's. Why? I don't know. It just seemed the open shirt collar thing. You didn't really like. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like if if I'm remembering his costume right, it felt very Han Solo. It kind of did a little bit. All yeah. he needed was a jacket. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Ray's I didn't have any issues with. Kylo Ren's though. Yeah, but Kylo Ren's is what he's worn the other two episodes. I know. It's not that one. It's oh. when he went to be back to being. Oh thin. yeah, like literally, it seemed like they just went to Walmart and got like a black long sleeve shirt and yeah, black just sweatpants. Like, uh, F it, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're running low on budget. We got twenty bucks to spend on Kylo Ren's final outfit. What we got? Yeah, and I don't know. It just didn't seem like the co- they put a lot of effort into the costumes. I feel with Ray and Finn they did, but I get where you're coming from with Poe and definitely the final outfit I would have for Kylo Ren. With Ray going back to her last Jedi outfit, the one she wear- was wearing at the end, where it's kind of that grayish, that felt very Jedi to me. But she went back to kind of like the rags. I don't feel those were rags. They were raggy. But that's just kind of like how we're... You know what one that I... Uh, well, wait. Okay. Is the one that we're thinking of the one that basically she wore at the end of uh, The Force Awakens when she goes to deliver the lightsaber to Luke? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. That is my favorite Ray outfit. Yeah. I Okay, yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. And I would have preferred her wearing that. Just keep the hair, though. Like Yeah, the, the, hair, the hair definitely keep... Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I love that outfit. Yeah. The costumes weren't, like, spectacular or anything. Like, they weren't, I don't know, like, Star Wars, I kind of expect a higher level of... Okay, that's that's fair. So I'm like, The Knights of Ren costumes look badass, though. 
they did with what we saw of them. I mean, come on, that model shot. That <laughs> oh panning gosh. model shot. You'd like you seriously slow that down and play nineties music and like call it a day. <laughs> Can some when this when that clip becomes HD quality on YouTube and, you know, Disney allows that to be on there, can someone please make that? <laughs> please. If I don't get to it first, just someone make it. I'm... I'm going to guess your grade. Okay. A seven. Ooh, it's actually out of six. Can we do a seven? Mm. Please, I wasn't please, a lot please, biggest please, fan please. of Finn's costume. Either. I loved Finn's costume. And it's not like I can say, let's do 6.5, because this is out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Let's see what a 6. I'm going to check the my reference sheet right now, what the percentage is. A 6 is a 75. Is the equivalent of a 75. Okay, I can actually give you that. Yes, a 7 is like 80. Okay, yeah, let's get, let's give it a 6. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and 6. Alright, genre grade. Alright. Who's going first? I'll go. Okay, let's hear it. This movie, for me, was very clunky, very uh, quickly paced, and the story was, it felt kind of slopped together, and I know that's not the director's fault, and I'm not blaming their director for that. I am blaming the studio for them wanting to please everyone, and I don't. I don't care for it. So, for me, I'm like a 65. Maybe Damn. maybe lower. Damn! Not like 60. I'm like maybe 63. Okay. Is where I'm sitting at. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, that's where that's where, where I'm at. Okay. All right. Here I go. <laughs> All right. So, for me... um. I appreciate what J.J. Abrams did with this movie. I feel he had so much to course correct after what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. And I feel that he did the best that he could. Some of it kind of blew up in his face a little bit. What did we say about giving this thing points for? I'm not. I still (laughs) enjoy this movie quite a bit. It's my second favorite of the new trilogy. The Force Awakens is still my favorite, and Force Awakens is still my favorite Star Wars movie. I know people. You can't give it points for Force Awakens. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying where it ranks in my Star Wars <laughs> rankings. You freaking do that. I'm going to freaking fight you. So. Uh, so I do have a lot of problems with this movie, but I do have positives with this movie. The characters are still great. I love these characters to death. I really like where J.J. Abrams takes most of them. I loved the ending. I loved that, you know, Ray chooses that, you know, I'm not going to call myself a Palpatine. I'm, I'm going to be a Skywalker. That's what I believe I am. So for me, I'm an, I'm at a solid 80 80? Yeah. Jeez, dude. 
<laughs> Gosh, damn. I since we're, I say since we're so far apart, yeah, and that we average out our grades. So my sixty three and your eighty. Okay. So if we do that, the average is seventy one point five. Okay. And that's like meeting in the middle for us. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. All right, and that concludes this breakdown, and our final grade for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is a C. Okay. Sitting at a 74.5%. I would give it like a C plus, but that's just me. I know I can't. You just gave it a B. (laughs) I gave it a B minus. (laughs) Not a B. Hold on. For okay, yeah, you did give it a B minus. Yeah, so bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a pretty, it's a solid C. Okay. Um, the cutoff for a C is seventy three. Okay. We really got to reevaluate the Last Jedi after this. Yeah, we do. Cause that so, is a big fat F for me. Okay. Actually, what do we wait, have? So we actually did. Went back and did some of the um, the grades for some of these past ones. So, Last Jedi is actually seamless. Yeah, 72. Oh, my. Yeah. Whoa. That's so much lower than that. It is barely a D minus. And you know what saves that movie is the acting. Well, I think that is what saves it. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure that's what ended Shit. up saving it. Shit. Yeah, we gave the story. So, we. In order, we give it a 55 in story, okay. 57 in writing, the 75 saved it in acting, oh. 73 in character development, and 92 in effects, because the effects were solid. Yeah, they were. A 7 in music, a f- 5 in costumes, and then we gave it a 59% for our personal grade. Oh shit! Oh, so do you do you disagree with any of these? Honestly, just the music, and it would maybe just bump it up just a little bit, just because it's John Williams and he did a great job with the soundtrack. Okay, well, remember a seven is uh, an eight. Oh, it is. Okay, okay, never mind. Actually, I'll keep that the same. But oh, the right, oh, the Last Jedi is only like a notch below the Rise of Skywalker. Notch below, yeah. It's two points. Or Aww. Rise of Skywalker is two points higher than Last Jedi. No, at least not to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our score. <laughs> anyway. Dude, honestly. Ah, ah, dude. Would you kill me if I actually like changed my grade? It would actually go down. For the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker? Really? Yeah. yeah. The more I think, like, I'm at like a C plus now. Be- like, I'm at like probably like a seventy eight. That's what I would give it. A seventy eight? Yeah. I know it doesn't really like change anything, but more thinking about it now, it's not really a B minus movie. It's more of a C plus movie to me. All right. So that changes like that's the personal grade. Yeah. Okay, so that changes it from a 71.5 to a 70.5, if we average it out. But is it still a C? Yeah, it's still a C. Okay, all right. 
Okay. Yeah, so now it's sitting at 74.3. Okay. All right. I can I, I can deal with that. I felt giving it a B- minus was kind of a little... Just because the problems I had with it, I feel B- Outweigh the pros? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I know. <laughs> okay, smartass. <laughs> yeah. Still an enjoyable this ninth was, one. It... It wasn't. It was enjoyable. It's just I went in watching it as a critic. I feel instead of a fan, which is something that I I do. See, I actually did the opposite. I watched it first as a fan. The second time I watched it as a critic, and it went up. It did for a minute, and then it went back down. Gosh, damn it, Rose! I'm. I know. I'm all over the place with Star Wars. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, hey, but at least I'm at a C plus now. <laughs> So you gotta give me that. Fair. All right. Well, that concludes this breakdown. Um, like we said, the grade for Rise of Skywalker is sitting at a C. So if you like this episode, and want to check out more of our stuff? We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or and Spotify. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, we're probably on there, except for SoundCloud. Except for SoundCloud. Because I'm cheap. Yeah. Uh, you can also check out all of our episodes and some of our content on YouTube. New videos will be headed your way shortly. Yes. Very sh- Like, the week that this is posted, our new video will be posted. On Monday? Like, the day that this gets released? or The, the, the week that it gets released. The week it gets released? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you can find all the links to and info on our social media. We are on Facebook.com. Com, Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the all bros. And if you have a movie you want us to break down, showdown idea, want to give us a topic to do a dream cast on, you can email us at the all bros channel at gmail.com or go to our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. And I will probably be updating it this week. Trying to see if I could throw our store in, which is on teespring.com forward slash store forward slash the all bros. No spaces or punctuation in any of those. Uh, but yeah, all you can find all the links in the description. So next week we will be breaking down cats. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, we might even break into song. We'll see. Probably not. I would not count on it. You always got to run the fun, don't you? You know what? Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, look forward to that next week. And until then, this has been the Elbros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Show. I can't do Palpatine. Damn it. You're trying to mix Herbert and Palpatine. Wait. So long. How's that? That was awful. <laughs> like in a good way or no? A bad way? Not in a good way. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>